Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 129 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you, and I want to thank you very, very, very much, very much for staying up nice and late here for another midnight premiere on Adobe Radio every single Thursday at midnight Eastern. You can check us out, Spinning Thoughts, on Adobe Radio, midnight Eastern, every single Thursday. Then... What happens is, is we drop those episodes on every single platform and we're expanding our platforms. I've actually found a few that Spinning Thoughts isn't on and we're going to fix that. But the, every episode after the premiere on Adobe Radio, it drops the following Monday for free everywhere. So there you go. I'm trying to hook you up. Thank you for being here. If you're jamming us late at night, hope you have... Uh, you know, maybe a nice blanket on ya. I wouldn't think you're drinking any coffee this late, but maybe you are. And if you're listening to this in the future, thank you as well. The beauty of podcasting is uh, the convenience level of listening to it when you want, how you want. Thank you all. Let's rock it out here in episode 129 of Spinning Thoughts. So this year... In 2018, we've been shaking things up a little bit for Spinning Thoughts. We're doing new things. We're talking to new people. We brought new people on board. You know, we've got the contributors over at thespinningthoughts.com doing a lot of great things. So, you know, I'm trying to expand the Spinning Thoughts horizons, right? The horizons, plural, like we've got many horizons here. So, uh, we're doing new things. Episode 129 is a little bit different and here's why so a few weeks ago I went to uh I I go to a lot of shows okay but I don't always talk about me going to shows I don't know why does it make any sense to you I have a show I'm on Adobe radio I talk music all the time but I never really talk about the shows that I go to I usually leave that for our contributors they go to shows in their respective cities and then they write about it or talk about it and And they hook us all up with their experiences. But I think it's about time that I talk a little bit more about my show experiences. I get a lot of bands that invite me out to shows when they're in Pittsburgh. And I love that. I keep on doing it, please. I love to come and see you and talk to you and hang out. But I had a really great opportunity uh, a a few weeks ago. And I figure, why not do a a, a full episode on this? I mean, I think it's a great idea. You got to fucking let me know though, if you think it is too. So a few weeks ago, it was March the 10th. Good, good friends of Spinning Thoughts, Goalkeeper. Uh, They came through here in Pittsburgh on March the 10th, and uh, they played at Mr. Roboto Project in Pittsburgh. Now, that was actually my first time at that venue. Uh, So any Pittsburgh friends listening, I'm so sorry that here I am, born and raised in the city. I've never been to that venue before. Uh, It it was a great time. Now, the Mr. Roboto Project, it's an interesting interesting entity. I I think it's great because they promote really, like even on the walls, they promote that it is a safe space for everybody. And I think that that's, you know, something you can't overstate. Right, you can't you can't overstate something like that. So I uh, I think that it's great that they were that you know when you get in there that you're in a place that welcomes all. There was artwork 
like hanging on the walls, like really creative artwork. You know how like there's artwork and then there's like really creative artwork. Uh, the place, ju it was eclectic. It, you, you just, it, it, honestly, it reminded me of going to shows when I was like in like middle school uh, at like fire halls almost. They, I, again, those who've been to Roboto in Pittsburgh, Maybe you disagree. It's my first time ever being at the venue. And so it's just my impression. It's just the vibe, the aesthetic felt like the way that I felt going to shows like at a younger age, it, a great community. That's what I felt there. And, uh, that you know, I still feel that kind of community at other places. But you get all these huge venues anymore. Uh, and, and you just kind of lose touch with uh, the staff. You lose touch with the bands, the fans, right? Your fellow fans of the band. This venue just seemed to invite you in and and to interact with the band, to interact with the other people at the show. Um, so the only the only downfall to this venue is that uh, there was no alcohol there. Which you know what? That's fine too. Uh, but I didn't know that going into it. So I was, before the show, I went to Promancy Brothers. And, uh, you know, Promancy Brothers, they're, they're the place here in Pittsburgh that every band just absolutely needs to check out and, and try. If you're going to go on tour and you're going to run through Pittsburgh, then you might as well try Promancy's. There's a few locations in the city. I believe the original one is in the Strip District. And that's the one that I went to before the Goalkeeper Show on March the 10th. And so again, I didn't know that this uh, venue wasn't selling alcohol. So I, ha I had like, I think a beer and a shot of Jack Daniels uh, alongside my uh, Permanis famous uh, sandwich that has like French fries, coleslaw, like Italian style coleslaw, by the way. It's not like uh, creamy. It's like a vinegar base. It's really, really good. So, you know, I didn't get is, uh, you know, I didn't get the warm buzz going. <laughs> Heading into this show because I thought I was going to get a few more drinks there. Only downfall, but I can live without a few sips. So, uh, March the 10th, Goalkeeper was running through Pittsburgh. And, and the whole purpose, really, of them hitting up Pittsburgh, I believe the, maybe the day or two before they were in Baltimore, I want to say. So, they were hitting up Baltimore and Pittsburgh on their way to Kentucky. Uh, and the reason why is is that they were going to meet up uh, at uh, Rick King's studio in Kentucky uh, to create, I guess, what's going to be a brand new, is it an full length, is it an EP? I don't know. I've been following Goalkeeper on the socials, obviously, for a while, and I was watching them as they were in studio with Rick King uh, and Kevin Mahoney. Um, it looks like they did more maybe than what they had anticipated going in. I don't know because I, at this show, uh, I was speaking to the band. And you're what we're, we're actually going to play an interview that I had with the band at the show, uh, which is awesome. And then you'll actually start to hear the first band <laughs> jump on and start playing as we're wrapping up our interview. But I was talking to the band. I was talking to the vocalist, Ryan. And... Um, he was telling me that maybe there was going to be an acoustic song on this upcoming collection of music that they were heading to Kentucky to record with Rick King. But then Ryan at the show 
He alluded to they're not, maybe this time around, an acoustic song wasn't going to make the cut, perhaps. I don't know if it, it was time or what. But I'll tell you this much, and as I'm taping this, I'm looking on my phone at Facebook, uh, Goalkeeper's Facebook, and on March the 19th at 8.09 p.m., they posted Mark laying down some guitar for the acoustic track. So, uh, what is going on here? I think that the the vibe that I'm getting is is that the re- the recording process, uh, the creative process with Rick King uh, for this next collection of Goalkeeper music. I'm guessing it went really well. Uh, the photos, the, the the short amount of videos that they provided, even like from Rick King's social media. Uh, the vibe seemed really great, so it, it it appears as if maybe the session went so well that more happened than what was expected. I don't know. We're going to have to find out. Now, for those of you who really follow Spinning Thoughts, you'll know that the guitarist of Goalkeeper, Mark Giuliano, is also a contributor of Spinning Thoughts, and I've got no problem with uh, promoting uh, contributors, their music, uh for contributors of Spinning Thoughts, you know, we've got uh, Maggie Schneider, who is also uh, an artist, she she creates, she's a singer-songwriter, and I think that there's maybe more things coming down the pipeline for her, uh, so, you know, we've got, we've got musicians, we've got bands that are contributors of Spinning Thoughts, and I, that's intentional, right, I want more um, musicians to, to be contributing here at Spinning Thoughts, so of course I'm going to promote their music, Duh, nothing wrong with that. So, uh, love Mark, love Goalkeeper. It seems like there's some really, really amazing things coming down the pipeline here. I can't wait. I cannot wait. So, the whole purpose of this uh, episode, 129, is uh, I went to Goalkeeper's show on March the 10th at Mr. Roboto Project here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And while I was there, uh, I, I actually got to talk to the three dudes from Goalkeeper, and we had a great conversation. We talked about their time in Baltimore, heading to Pittsburgh, uh, th- their performance when they were here in Pittsburgh back in the fall of 2017 for Four Chord Music Festival 4. Of course, we talked about the anticipation heading into the studio with Rick King, so Every single Thursday, we're on Adobe Radio. We premiere episodes at midnight Eastern, and then those episodes, they drop on every single platform the following Monday. So make sure that you're checking us out on Adobe every Thursday, midnight Eastern. Subscribe to us for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. Episode 129 is a fun, special one. It's the first time we've really done something like this. It's Spinning Thoughts. Uh, I I taped an in-person interview at a show that I attended on March the 10th. It was Goalkeeper, uh, good friends of the show, Goalkeeper. They were in town at Mr. Roboto Project here in Pittsburgh uh, with Lookout Loretta, Dash City Skyline, and Day Shift. It was a great, great uh, bill, great setup for everybody. Everyone sounded phenomenal, had a great time checking out some awesome local Pittsburgh bands, including Goalkeeper. We're going to listen to an interview that I taped with Goalkeeper at their show here in Pittsburgh in a few moments. But before we get there, I just want to kind of give you uh, an appetizer, let's say, to the interview. And I want to jam a song from Goalkeeper. Now, this song, it's called Screwdriver. This is the latest 
single from the band. They have a music video that coincides with it. It's an awesome, awesome video. From what I gathered, the band has a pretty big uh, like hand and influence in the music videos. I think that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Ryan, the vocalist, has a pretty big hand in it, which is awesome to have like in-house abilities when it comes to the visual medium of music, a.k.a. music videos. So uh, make sure you check out the the music video for Screwdriver, but we're going to listen to that song right here, right now, just to get you ready to rock and roll, and then we'll listen to the interview from Goalkeeper. So here's Screwdriver, the latest single from Goalkeeper. Enjoy. I woke up with a screwdriver lodged in my head I don't know how it got there Intuition tells me that it has something to do With all the bottles on the floor and the puke in my hair It feels like I ate a sandpaper square My eyes are bloodshot and there's smoke in the air Why do I always do this to myself?
So you just finished listening to Screwdriver, the latest single from Goalkeeper. And they have a music video out for this song that you can check out on the socials, YouTube. And I know they've posted it on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else. It's a great video. Whenever Goalkeeper first... uh, put out this video you know I watched it the day that it dropped I was stoked for it it was awesome and I remember hitting up Mark to congratulate him on an amazing you know music video release a single release and everything Uh, but I told him that the first thing that I noticed in this video was the the band's equipment it looks just like perfect it looks really really good And I asked him if it was their equipment or if they, you know, got it from friends or other bands. I believe that that's all their equipment in the video. It's sharp, you know. Uh, So let me know and Goalkeeper what you think of Screwdriver, the music video for the song and their beautiful, uh, very beautiful, actually, equipment. Let us know on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. We are on Adobe Radio every single Thursday at midnight Eastern. Those episodes then drop the following Monday on every single platform for free. Anyone, you know those who say like there's no such thing as a free lunch. Well, there's such thing as a free podcast because (laughs) Spinning Thoughts is all free. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, so many other places. Subscribe for free and then let us know on Twitter what you think. At Spin Thoughts, all the love, support. And just sharing of music is greatly appreciated. Episode 129 is all about Goalkeeper. And they just got out of the studio recently with Rick King. Working on a, from what I hear, a spicy new collection of music. I'm really stoked to check it out. On their way to Kentucky to record, they stopped in Baltimore and then my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to play a couple shows. They played on March 10th in Pittsburgh at the Mr. Roboto project and uh, they were joined with some stellar stellar Pittsburgh bands that I would highly recommend you check out look out Loretta they've got a new album dropping here very very soon I should know when but I don't so check them out look out Loretta Dash City Skyline and Day Shift it was a great bill great lineup I really enjoyed myself and uh, Goalkeeper, uh, they had a killer set. It was great to see their songs perform live. Now, Goalkeeper, here's just a quick little story. They were on Four Chord Music Festival 4, which is held in Pennsylvania. It's the fourth iteration. Uh, this last year, the the main bands were the Starting Line, the Dangerous Summer, State Champs. Uh, who else? Ryan, uh, Ryan Scott Graham from Speak Low, If You Speak Love was there. Sleep On It, uh, Seven Minutes in Heaven, a great Great band and good friends. Uh, a story told. Another uh, band that we're big, uh, big fans of and friends here at Spinning Thoughts. So, Goalkeeper also performed at Four Chord. Now, I was there for basically the entire day, but I somehow, some way, missed Goalkeeper's set. I was running around doing the whole Spinning Thoughts thing and saying hello to to a bunch of friends that I don't get to see very often. So, I missed Goalkeeper. And I was just so disappointed in myself. However, I did make up for it by catching them in Pittsburgh when they were here on March the 10th. And it was a great experience. I have some photos and videos from that event. If I could get off my lazy ass and do something with them, you might just see uh, a little something something from their performance. Uh, However... 
before they jumped on stage, I did have the amazing opportunity to talk to all three dudes from Goalkeeper. Uh, we talked about their recent performances, Four Chord Music Festival 4, the anticipation heading into studio with Rick King. We talked about a lot, and right now we're going to listen to that interview that was taped uh, at Goalkeeper Show in Pittsburgh. Everybody, enjoy. Hello, everybody. This is Angelo with Spinning Thoughts here, and I'm with my good friends, Goalkeeper, in person. Oh Holy fuck. What's up, guys? How's it going? Pretty great. Happy to be here. Yes, we're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What do you guys think of the city so far? Oh, it's a great city. Yeah, do you like it better than Philadelphia? Yes. I can't say that. Can't say <laughs> you do? Yes. Did you and you're that? from Delco. Come on, man. Well, where's yeah. Delco? They're, they're going to they're gonna crucify yeah, you. when he gets home, <laughs> Delco's like the the drunk suburb of Philly. <laughs> like the southern, like... I thought that that was every suburb of Philly. Yeah, no, no. no. Like, <laughs> actually, probably that's where Philly gets its bad rap is Delco. Like, oh, okay. That, okay. That's where they're all it from. Just, it just leaks over on into and... You know, that's basically where he came from. But it's a great place if you want to go drinking. Okay, well, that's good to know whenever I'm in Philadelphia. Go to the Delco. Our dive bars open up at 7 a.m. so you can grab beer and breakfast before you go to work. Shut up. (laughs) Philadelphia. Maybe I like Philadelphia better than Pittsburgh. I do not know. All right, so before we dive too far into this, uh, let's just go around the room real quick. Say who you are, what you do in the band, and, and we'll kind of kick it from there. So go ahead. All right. I'm uh, Ryan. I play guitar and or play bass and sing. Oh, okay. You short space? Yeah. I'm sorry? You short space? Yes. I'm, okay. I'm like 90% sure. <laughs> My name is Ryan, and I sing. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, Cody Ritchie. Are and fucking I, this up? <laughs> I slap the drums real hard. And Mark Guitar. And Mark also is a Spinning Thoughts contributor, so yes, I pay is. favorites to him over these two jackasses yeah. over here. <laughs> All right, so goalkeeper, you guys are in Pittsburgh right now because you're on a run of shows, and you're heading to Kentucky as like the end result, right? So before we talk about what's happening in Kentucky, uh, how's this run of shows been? Where'd you start? Like, how far are you into it? We started in Baltimore. Yesterday, okay. So oh, so Baltimore started it. Yeah. So okay. It's just a little quick two-day run. Okay. So we did Baltimore with Feed the Scene, which was awesome. Mm. Uh, very, it's, very it's cool. A, very. I very don't know cool. much about Feed, Feed the Scene. It's just they book bands, like smaller touring bands, and locals. They give them places to play. Uh-huh. They do bigger shows too, so not always small. They're doing the God's work thing. when people just come in there. They literally. We got in the house at like two thirty last night, and they're like, "Oh." Is the venue like because I saw like on the socials you guys were like saying like you played at like the same venue and then stayed there? Like, is no, that what? so they wrote about 10 minutes apart? Yeah, oh, okay. So the venue is called the depot, okay. It's a nice little like in the wall spot, and then we had this guy Greg who's like running at that night or something. It was it was really really cool. Everything about that show was top, yeah. couldn't have gone any better. The owner Rachel, she has a house about 10 minutes away, yeah, and mm-hmm. one of her back rooms she created what's basically a band hostel. So it's like eight bunks, mm-hmm. and she leaves bands places to stay, so you don't have to like, mm-hmm. sleep in the cold, or if you have a long drive like we did from Baltimore to Pitt, yeah. like four hours. Wow. So and beds are super comfy. Yeah. So, you know, we get yeah. uh, there's like a diner right around the corner. You know, we don't even have to. Guy leave. Fieri went to that diner. Guy, yeah. And we oh, ate there, yeah. and it, we fucked up Flavortown heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she's real cool too. Um, like, you don't have to leave when they leave. It's like oh really? Tight yeah. lock. You can get showers and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's essentially. Like getting a nice, like a decent. It's better than it's getting a, home a cheap hotel. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So Baltimore was last night. How'd the show go? 
Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. was really yeah. great. All the bands. Ten out of ten. Yeah, all the bands were incredible. And for this, yeah. Flabbercaster played after us to close out the night, and they're considered wizard pop. Yeah. That's exactly everything you wanted from yeah. it. <laughs> wizard pop. Essentially, like hardcore punk with like. Uh, Misfits. With, so. With like all lyrics about like wizarding. Is that what gives it the wizard yeah. pop? Is the lyricism, or yeah. is there like some like? No, there's nothing like they don't dress up like, like some synth or yeah. eerie no. like layering. <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's kind of like a misfits esque punk rock yeah. band that just sings about like wizard stuff. Yeah, but they were like it was so cool, and like the scene down there is really sick because we played there for the first time, and seventy five to hundred people or so. And we played at 11.30 at night. And oh, really? And there's still like 75 people. Mm-hmm. And they're not just standing around either. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they were going hard. Like, even our originals, they just were like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to start dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, was that your first time playing in Baltimore? Yeah. First time in Baltimore ever. Ever. His first time ever in Baltimore. Sorry. Yeah. So what did so, you think? Uh, yeah, would go back. Would recommend. You would recommend Baltimore. <laughs> did you guys like go and I think I saw on the socials like this morning you guys went to some restaurant or something. Yeah, the, the, the guy Fieri one. Oh, that was the okay. Yeah. You took did the you, picture like after you ate the yeah. food. You know you're supposed to take a picture of the food first. We were right? excited <laughs> and also kind of hungover and yeah. also you know. Mark really, ordered like a baking cheeseburger like. 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a heart attack by the end of the night. But. Dude, when you're in a band and when you're on tour, it doesn't fucking matter no, what you eat, not. when you yeah. eat it. It you just you got to do what you got to do. It matters yeah. that you eat. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You got to take care of yourself. Got to stay healthy. Yeah. You got to get the nourishment because you're going to be heading to the next yeah. date. Yeah. You need to be able to rock and roll. All right. So Baltimore was good. And now here we are. We're in Pittsburgh. I know you guys were in Pittsburgh at least one time before. Mm-hmm. And that was for Four Chord Music Festival, right? Yep. So... I we had uh, was it you two then yeah. Cody and Mark on the show uh, we were talking to all the bands here on Spinning Thoughts um, going into Four Chord so we've talked about Four Chord a little bit but since we're in person fucking Rishi's outside we didn't let him in Mayor yeah. show the door over here yeah. see the door it's yeah. closed Rishi's not allowed in Rishi from Eternal Boy and Four Chord so you guys played Four Chord it was back yeah. in the fall of 2017 what was that experience like I mean there were bands like The Dangerous Summer The Starting Line yeah. uh, and then even like some regional level like sleep on it which they're starting to really fucking blow up i mean the yeah. the, the lineup was insane uh ryan scott graham from uh, speak low if you speak love yeah so you guys were part of that what was the experience like for you it was Stacked. incredible yeah. yeah just to just to be on the same bill as like bands like the starting line and state champs was like basically shit myself yeah you know we found out that dangerous summer had gotten i'm wearing the shirt right now if you want (laughs) to if you want to get that i didn't plan that at all but it's just the way that it worked out i guess right it was uh we got to talk to a lot of bands like bearing yeah Yeah. bearing's awesome cody you got to talk yeah i got to talk to uh, ben cato from dangerous summer and i got to tell him i was like listen how great of a drummer is he he's the reason why i play the way i do oh really i got to talk to him i said listen i saw you guys when you were on tour with a short run with cute is what we aim for and they played this venue called Boy, that had oh to be a little while ago. It was a while yeah. ago yeah. Right. now. And I told him, he said, you know what, man, I can't. This is how we talked. He said, you know what, I can't remember that. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said, he was just, you know, so thankful that the, the, the response they've gotten so far from when they've been, like, gone for so long, but now they're coming back. And everything's, like, straight up for them. I, I, it was so humbling to be able to go up to him and say, hey, listen, uh, I play the way I do because of you. And he was just like... <laughs> that that self-titled album from the dangerous summer that just uh, was early 2018 is so good and, yep. and and i'm just bringing this up because you mentioned ben their drummer mm-hmm. the thing that stands up uh, aj's vocals in there by the way i think are just phenomenal yeah, yeah. like there's like this weathered like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just sound, it, it really is incredible but the drumming on that album like mm-hmm. stood out to me more than anything yeah. so that's cool you got yeah, a chance yeah. to talk to him at like drummer to drummer and mm-hmm. everything like that it was a moment 
So there was a lot of, you know, bands at four chord and everything. Was there anything else about that moment or that experience that really stands out to you guys? Just the first time being in Pittsburgh, too. Yeah, that was, my that was the first time for you guys I, playing I, here? I go to four chord every year. Yeah. Because so you've band. helped in the past, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. And like when I told these guys about it and everything, our goal was to get out there. And then Rishi gave us the opportunity to play, which mm-hmm. was awesome. So it was their first time kind of in Pittsburgh. We got to really explore um, a nice hotel by like the stadium, so you got to walk over the bridges and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, unforgettable. I like, wouldn't change a single thing. Yeah, about that Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. We just like Pittsburgh. Like, I guess. Oh. Fun fact of the end of the night, okay. or the night before the concert. The we, night before. Yeah, we okay. went, yeah. went out to like the main, the, where the original <laughs> Permanent Brothers is. In the strip district. No, so not maybe that's not something original. Then the other one. Um, the one that's kind of like by that really fancy silver something bar. There's like, like a the there's like a square. Like a, uh, oh, in Market Square is that? Yeah, yeah. So we went to one of the bars there. It's like a silver something. I forget what it's called. It's like a, Do you know it what has it's like about? A, has it's like an outdoor a, patio. It's a fancier bar. Like, it's like a big we went big room. No, we went. <laughs> what? No, but like the champagne bar down no, there. No, no. But anyway, we. Uh, Wouldn't it be sweet if goalkeeper went to a champagne bar? Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that's, how, that's how we do it before our shows. We need to each have a glass of champagne <laughs> yeah. before we go on. Yeah. We sat down, we were eating, and uh, having some drinks, and turn around and the entire cast of like Supernatural just says right dude that's right I yeah. think we we may have talked about that it's the craziest thing in the world I've seen you took like a really stealthy photo I think too right <laughs> yeah. who, who captured the photo I think it was Mark I was it you yeah. <laughs> did you yeah. guys end up talking to them we weren't allowed so, so you weren't allowed wait, wait, yeah wait. so this is how it went down they came in and like we didn't even realize it and my girlfriend who was with us she said because it's her favorite show she's like you realize you just walked in this bar and we're like <laughs> no you're sitting right behind us <laughs> Yeah, so like, like it, it couldn't like for me to mark was like the, the star of like they you sat know. down and our entire table went. <laughs> oh, all the girls, <laughs> everyone's like looking at their menus but not looking at the menu at all. We were all thinking about maybe saying hi or something like that, but like we saw this one girl can't try coming up and she was the security staff. Oh, real? Oh, they have security with them. The guy yeah travel with them. Yeah, so um, so she got denied. So all of us were like, "Nah, it's not gonna happen." Well, but how many how many people were denied by your security detail? <laughs> at, at uh, that? Only like twelve question. or thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, we're so intimidating looking. We don't need. Yeah, it's it's the beards. Talk. I mean, you, yeah. you, it's we're like progressive. Out. Like you got yours, <laughs> and it goes marks, and then there's well, levels yeah. of oldest, yeah. middle, youngest. Yeah. So yeah. that's <laughs> the way it works. Yeah. So so they were about they were just about to leave, and um. I can't. I think his name's Misha Collins. He plays. Um, he plays a character. He plays a character. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about. So, the anyways, show. they're about to leave, and like I, I tap him on the shoulder, and go, "Hey, man, I'm not trying to bother you." The security guard immediately comes up, goes, "Well, you're bothering me." <laughs> I go, "I just really like your show." Yeah. And then that was our moment. Did he acknowledge you? He said, "Thank you." Oh well, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So you had like a starstruck moment before four chord, would, and then of course four chord was just yeah. full of fucking rock stars, yeah. right? We watched the starting line. Me and Mark watched the starting line, like from um, me to the wall, from the rest of state champs. Like they were just like in the crowd watching it. We were like, "You guys just played and crushed it." Like, yeah. <laughs> how? How? What? How? It was, so, it was really cool. And then like um, the whole reason of going to Kentucky too. Right. Like, Kevin Mahoney from Head the Lights, our guitar player, mm-hmm. they heard us. Four, four chord because the guy Rick King who has the studio in Kentucky right um, he was recording their new music right and they were like oh let's check out some of the four chord bands while we're here and then he recognized us because I reached out to him at that point by then um, what's up man no you're good dude and um, 
and he came up to us afterwards and said, like, your set was awesome, I love your music, you guys are incredible. Like, all that stuff like that, like, Hit the Lights is one of my favorite pop punk bands of all time, you know. And They've paved the way. Exactly. I mean, so many bands, like, when they had their little documentary coming out before Summer Bell, you had fans like Parker Cannon from The Story So Far and Soupy from Wonder Years saying, like, if it wasn't for them, they don't really know if they would have sang pop punk. If it wasn't for Hit the Lights? Yeah, Hit the Lights, like, they, they're wildly underrated. Dan Campbell interview. said that? Yeah, it's on the interview. No way, wow. And, um, Check it. <laughs> but, you know, so for him to come up to us and, like, rave about, like, our music to us, like, you know, we were just like, wow. Wow, cool. thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, I remember specifically Kevin was like, yeah, I love your voice. And I was like, Dave? <laughs> okay, but... Why? Just take it, don't question it, man. If he's right. saying it, just fucking take it. So you're saying that at Four Chord then, that you guys got connected with who? Mark King? Oh, so, no, we knew Rick King. Rick King, yeah. thank you, yeah. We knew him just because I, when Hit the Lights announced they were recording stuff, I looked at the producer. Okay. And I saw it was him, so I just researched the studio. Yeah. Some of the, some of the stuff and tried to talk to him about it. Fun and fact, Mark is a ninja when it comes to networking. He's ridiculous. Like, like, I started talking to him. I reached out and it's like, you know, hey man, like, you know, we had one studio that we did our first EP feeling with. They stopped, so we were looking for places to do other songs in our next EP. And, you know, just for the hell of it, you know, I knew they were in Kentucky, but I was like, hey dude, like, how, like, we want to talk to you about doing a record and send them some stuff loved it and what caught my attention was he didn't answer me for a week but I got a two and a half page long email essentially apologizing for that oh really how busy he is wow we're used to working with people in studios who want to get a song done in a day right rushes out don't want to really talk to us they don't you know and this guy was making sure like some dude from Pennsylvania he's never talked to before you know a band he's never heard of he made sure he took time to like apologize and that's pretty cool we had a good week or two of long conversations talked on the phone and, yeah, and was very, it seems I can see the, star, <laughs> yeah. the stars in the yeah. eyes, you it know. Was like, and it was very much just like, hey, dude, like, if this is something you want to do, let's talk. And if it's not, I can give you studios I recommend, and I'm going to support your band other way because I love you guys. And then when after we released the song Screwdriver, that, right, you know, um, with Nick and A. Sanders, right, Nick Bruce A. Sanders, um, we were deciding between Lumberyard and King Sound, and what we wanted as a band, uh, King Sound was offering a little bit better. For us, like what we felt we needed as a band mm-hmm. and whatnot, called up Rick, said, "Yo, let's talk numbers, let's do it." And then when he, when we confirmed, he told because it was an after the fact we met Kevin. Right. He told Kevin and you know Nick and all of them like, "Oh yeah, goalkeepers coming down." And Kevin's like, "You gotta get me on that record." Mm-hmm. Wow. And so he's like, "Yo, would you want Kevin to co-produce?" We're like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> so that's what happened. Let me check yeah. first. <laughs> and apparently he. Just like you and Ben. And, and honestly, yeah. more so than anything, the fact that he was so stoked on us yeah. and yeah. wanted to be on the record, we didn't have to go up to like Nick or somebody else and say, hey, can you do this for us? Right. It was him like, please let me do this. It was organic. And that's yeah. that's kind of, that's got to be a good feeling yeah. heading into this because um, yeah, I've, I've talked to bands like another uh, big like producer in the scene right now, Ryan Dawson from All Time Low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, is it Track Happy? I always say it backwards. Yeah. I either say Happy Track or it's it's Track Happy. Track Happy. Yeah, Nashville. 
Exactly. So, you know, like he's doing a bunch of stuff. And I've talked to a couple bands like Green Screen King, or Kings, they're Green Screen Kings now. They were Green Screen Kid. And uh, you know Maggie uh, Schneider, who is a writer for Spinning Thoughts. She's gone to Ryan Dawson. And they've all said, like, going into it, like, there's so much nerves. Like, you're, but do you feel that going into this, knowing the, yeah. the support and the intentions of everybody? You know what? I think we prepared enough for it that, like, we're really confident. We're really excited. I think, if anything, like, the nervous energy we would be feeling is actually now excited energy. Yeah. yeah. And we're just, like, really pumped. Like, we, like, I, I was saying in the car, like, I'd almost rather bypass Pittsburgh or just get down there. Just, <laughs> but, like, I, we are super stoked to be here. Of course. Yeah. Of you course. Know? The biggest difference, too, is, like, when, um, you know, like, with, like, Maggie and I, like, you know, you don't really talk to the guy, like, the student. We went to Nick and Ace. We were starstruck really much because of, um, because... We didn't really talk to them. So like we sat down, had a couple words, and Ace Enders is like, yo, Ryan, play the song. And he's like, uh, okay. But like we've been But we've been working with Nick and I'm not Nick, sorry, uh, Rick and Kevin for the last couple months. So it went from like, oh my gosh, like you guys are this big producer who just did forever keep calling stuff and this big guitarist and this huge band to friends. And there's like we're way more comfortable and like Ryan said, we're just beyond excited. Alright, so let's huddle in here real quick so we can hear this. We're wrapping up the interview with Goalkeeper. We got a band playing. I think this has got to be a day shift, maybe. So they're they're the show's starting. We're gonna let Goalkeeper get ready to go. Uh, but guys, you're about to go record a new EP then, right? So what uh, words of uh, encouragement or and what do you want to leave for the fans right now? Because you're about to head into the studio and do something really special. What should the fans know before all this starts to happen? I think that I think the biggest thing is if you have a passion for music and you want to do it, it's just like you have to put in the time, you have to put in the work, and you're gonna to get to where we're at. Like we're not special people, we're not at all. I think you're special. I mean, we're special. <laughs> I mean, we're special a little bit. But like, I'll tell you one thing. Like, you know, the reason why we're doing what we're doing is because, you know, we've given up a lot in our personal lives to get here. You know, Mark hustles online, talking to people like every single day. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, me and Cody work on like writing the songs, like everything, and that's that's what you got to do. You know, so like if there's one thing, you know, like if you're in a, if you're in a band and you want to do it, fucking do it, but do it like a hundred percent. You know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael <laughs> Scott, Mark. Any final words? Just thank you. I mean, honestly, we wouldn't be going to a studio like this and making all these sacrifices if it wasn't for like words of encouragement from like our friend Danny in California and having someone like Rick and Kevin believe in us Rishi here who's doing yeah. shows Henry from Keep Flying like, yeah oh my god you yeah. know and like, like just to kind of mimic what Ryan said just you want to do something go out and do it and like I said we haven't achieved nearly as much as some of our friends and like those are still goals you want to hit you know but I guess we're all doing funny quotes. Don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Yeah. Wait, so Mark and Cody did a quote. Did you do a quote? I don't know if I did a quote. Well, what's your quote? Oh, God, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm blanking, I'm blanking. You're, you're the vocalist, yeah, man. Know, you're I supposed know. to be the word wizard. Let me see. Uh, you know what? This is less funny, uh, but one quote I've been really vibing on lately is, uh, um, you, uh, shit. It's, it's, it's like, okay, for people who have, like, high anxiety um, and, like, are worried about what other people think of them, this is a quote I heard the other day that I thought was amazing. You are not who you think you are. You are not 
who someone else thinks you are. You are what you think someone else thinks you are. Which means you're thinking, yeah, crazy. <laughs> Sorry, I just ended it on We're like going so <laughs> existential right now. The moral of the story is follow your dreams uh, and follow your passions and hopefully everything works out right. It seems like that's what's happening with Goalkeeper. Guys, super stoked to see the set tonight. Good luck tonight. Good luck in the studio. Thanks for talking with Spinning Thoughts. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. So that was the interview with Goalkeeper. That was from March 10th at Roboto in Pittsburgh. Uh, they they played Baltimore, I believe, the, the night before. This was on their way to Kentucky to record a brand new collection of music with the Rick King. So at the end there, it got a little crazy, a little loud. We had Day Shift, a local Pittsburgh band that's killing it right now, uh, kind of start their set. I actually kind of like it. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the verdict is. I don't know how it's turning out on your end. I mean, uh, hopefully it sounded nice, right? I liked the background uh, music to uh, the when I was there actually doing the interview, and I kind of like it here as it's playing. Maybe I need to hire a studio, like band, like a band to literally, as I'm taping interviews, to just play in the background. It might make me sound a little bit better. So uh, I, w- I really want to thank Goalkeeper for uh, inviting me out to the show. I was going to fucking show up anyways, but thank you for inviting me out to the show and, you know, for giving me uh, like a 20-minute uh, great conversation, really talking about the band, uh, where they're at, where they're going. And literally, you know, as we were wrapping up the interview, Mark was like, all right, dude, let's roll. Like, I want to go out and, and catch the bands. I mean, they were all about being out in the crowd uh, checking out the Pittsburgh bands and uh, fans and just rocking it out on stage. You know, they weren't even starstruck by me, motherfuckers. <laughs> Got to go out and watch those bands. Seriously, support your local bands, support uh, opening bands and uh, every single band in between. So, Goalkeeper, thanks for being here. I'm super stoked to to, to kind of hear what's going to show up from the studio sessions with Rick King. I told Mark... You know, if he ever wants to bounce some of these songs off of somebody outside the band, that I am his guy. And I'm hoping that I am his guy, so we will see. So keep your eyes on Goalkeeper because, man, I mean, it's it can only go up from here. I mean, we got to think about this. They were just on Four Chord Music Festival 4 back in fall of 2017. They have a great, uh, like, I think it's, is it three songs? A three-song EP that's out, I know. Uh, there, there is music to be had from the band right now. It's on Spotify, uh, Apple Music. You really should just check out their socials and get to know the dudes in Goalkeeper if you're not already familiar. But you've got to think that it's all up from here, right? Because they're 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 just coming out of studio with Rick King. And from the the videos and photos that I was seeing, not just from Goalkeeper, right? Because you would assume that Goalkeeper is going to, you know, or any band would just speak highly of their studio time, right? But you don't always you don't here's the thing, you don't always get a lot of interaction or any any whatsoever. Like on social media when a band is recording from uh like the producer and those involved Rick King was involved like you could he was posting about this I think that he even posted a a very short video maybe like 30 seconds that actually 
gives you a little listen into the music that Goalkeeper was recording. I don't even think Goalkeeper has shared anything like that. So what's really awesome and really promising about this whole experience from an outside perspective is, I mean, Rick King seems excited about what Goalkeeper did while in Kentucky recording. So if he's excited, I'm excited. You should be excited. Let us know what you think on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. We've got a Facebook. We've got a SoundCloud, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, that whole Venmo thing. Uh, really died fast it seems it went up real fast and then it crashed real fast no pun intended because literally that app crashed non-stop but we're still on there if anybody's uh, trying to get down with us uh, you can subscribe to the show for free on so many platforms apple podcast google play uh, tune in stitcher and, and of course more and then uh, we have premiere episodes every single thursday at midnight eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes then drop on every platform the following Monday. Please subscribe. It helps us. Uh, and then you can also help us by just, just spreading the word of, of good bands out there that treat their fans well, that are, are making great tunes and just putting their hearts and souls into their craft. Uh, for a lot more music content, visit our website, thespinningthoughts.com. I've got uh, a lot of contributors. I think it's like around 10, and, and they're like veterans at this point. You know, they they started it off with me back in uh, fall 2017. They joined the team, uh, big group, and they've been just killing it. They're veterans now, and, and we've got so much in the works. Like, the planning process happened so far in advance, so I know that we're covering a lot of really great shows throughout the country and Canada. Uh, a lot of great upcoming albums that we're reviewing for you. So, thespinningthoughts.com. Check us out on the website for all your favorite music-related content. And uh, we're already... Can you believe it? Listen, it, it, we're finishing up episode 129. We're almost at 130. I, I mean, it's next. I remember when we recorded episode 30. Now, you may ask, well, if you remember, what was episode 30? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I'm literally looking it up right now. I'm trying to stall. Episode 30 was... It better be a good one. Oh, it was uh, Settle Your Scores. Uh, so, and they actually, they have a new album dropping here early April that I would highly advise you check out. And you may also see a review coming from Spinning Thoughts. So, anyways, the moral of the tangent is we're almost at one episode 130. I'm super stoked. We've got a lot of great bands coming your way. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on the socials. Until next time, make sure you share music and spread love. <laughs>